0: Welcome to Knitting a Story, a podcast by two crazed knitters. I'm Jen. And I'm Lex. And welcome to our StoryPod friends, episode 30, Bottom Up is the New Black.
1: All right, perfect. Today we have for you Off the Needles, Show Me Your Knits, When Good Knitting Goes Bad, Stuff I'm Watching on the Internet, and Knitting in History.
0: All right, so Off the Needles, this is all you. Yeah, it is. So I finally finished that Celestina
1: that I was working on by uh, Courtney Robinson in Yummy Yarn Studio fingering, the merino nylon typical okay. blend.
0: Can you give us a description of the Celestina?
1: Yes. So it's a more of a crescent, like a deep crescent shawl. It's not a gentle curving thing. It's a very U-E
0: shape. Okay. So like a V with long points.
1: yeah. Yeah, like a UV thing happening. Um, And it's got the bottom, like the outer edge is all, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ribbing. Okay. Like knit one, purl one. Um, I opted to knit through the back loop for all the knitting ones there. So all the knit ones were knit through the back loop. And it created an interesting effect just because the twisted stitches are a little bit... I don't know it felt squishier to me and I did this because the cast on that I used uh was the backwards loop cast on and I always find that to be sort of uh, it just looks weird if I don't twist the first stitch when I knit it mm-hmm. so then I just kept twisting them because why not
0: okay and that was bottom up then it was bottom up yes. do you remember how many stitches you cast on a lot
1: <laughs> you went Four until you wanted to 100 like 461 or something oh my goodness or 481 it was a lot of stitches but it was, I, I tell you, yeah. that was great. You want to know, like, yeah, it was so awesome. Because by the end, I had to, you know, you knit, you know, you do the pattern. There's, um, in the middle. So you do your your bottom ribbing. Mm-hmm. And it's quite substantial. And then you do a lot of, um, I'm going to call it lace. But okay. it's really simple lace, right? It's purling on the reverse side. And it's knit two together, yarn over. And then you get to the middle. And then it's slip, slip, knit yarn over
0: oh okay so three three stitch decrease in the center and then yeah okay it's
1: really really easy it's not it's not super hard and there's a lot of decreases at the ends of the shawl
0: so would it be a good shawl for beginners then
1: um for your maybe not for your first first shawl you know you might want
0: to choose something that's a little less do you remember what your first shawl was Yep. Oh, well,
1: yeah, I do. So now having said that. <laughs> to go that, off on the tangent. So now having said that, when I say you shouldn't do it for your first shawl, maybe I'm lying because this, I think, was way easier than my first shawl was. Okay, what was your first shawl? Uh, I believe my first shawl was Traveling Woman. Really? That was mine too? Yep. I'm pretty sure Traveling Woman, was. it was either that one or it was another one by the, um, I can't remember the name of it now, but it was by the same designer.
0: Okay. Oh my goodness, why can't I remember her name? I don't know, I've still Liz got Martina Bem Ab- on the Ab- brain.
1: Ab- Abinante,
0: I think? Okay.
1: I think that was her name. I don't know, it was a long time ago. <laughs> so That is so
0: funny. And seeing- so so maybe this one is
1: easier than, because than, that one was kind of tricky when you got to the lace part.
0: Oh, okay, well, I put... Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, <laughs> that that's what that's what I put on there. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I put <laughs> I that on all my put <laughs> stitch markers, right, between each of the lace repeats. I didn't think to do that. Okay, so you were counting stitches the whole time.
1: I not yes, and I didn't even do it from the uh, chart. I oh. did it from the written instructions. Okay, because at that time I wasn't. I had tried to do a chart pattern and screwed it up so badly <laughs> it was so bad let me tell you that i just decided i was never ever gonna do charts ever again in my life yeah and so i would only do things that had written patterns all right so, so. i did it from the written pattern and the written pattern worked so
0: it okay. was good <laughs> i have since learned how to read charts but i wonder how many people's very first lace projects with a traveling woman i wonder
1: like i don't i don't even know how i got started on that one
0: it's free <laughs> yeah yes (laughs) so that was always my motivation was it's free and i think it was a part of like a lace ravelry group or something and somebody asked what's your very what's what is your recommendation for very first lace and everybody's oh you gotta do the traveling woman yeah it wasn't yeah so the celestina isn't as hard technically okay as that one so as long as so celestina well i guess it's all the same stitches right yeah knit purl yarn over yarn over knit two together slip slip knit yeah or as I call it in my
1: head when I am knitting, because I have these weird ab- abbreviations, right? Mm-hmm. And I call it the sk, the sk, <laughs> and the knit two together. I am like K two tog, K two tog. That's what I am saying in my head. Now you all know. So now when you see me, and I am like together, it's really K two tog, K two tog. <laughs> that's my little chant of in my head.
0: Oh my goodness! So,
1: yeah, so it wouldn't it wouldn't be a bad choice for your first. Okay. It's not free. If that, oh, okay. if that influences what you decide to want to do,
0: see, I'm always for something that I'm trying a new skill. I'm always looking for the free yes. pattern in yep. case I don't like it.
1: But it was worth. It was well written. It there was, um, there is a rata. But if you get okay. the newest version, your irrat- it'll it's the already errata fixed. It'll be included. And it's really really easy. The patterns are clear. There's written instructions and a chart. Excellent. And what I really liked about this pattern and what would be good for a beginner is that she includes row counts. Oh. So it'd be like, you know, row blah, you should have this many
0: stitches. Oh. So, you know, if and you're it's like... And it's decreasing, so it gets easier to count it, as you go. It does. <laughs> so if
1: you're like, oh man, I don't know if I have, you know, like, oh, this, something's not working out. You can figure out which side it comes from. Because mm-hmm. there's like, you know, the center three stitches or there's like 20 stitches in the center. Mm-hmm. Some number I can't remember. But it's really easy to figure out where you've screwed up. Okay. So that's a that's a bonus for the pattern. I, and I really appreciated being able to be like...
0: That level of confidence. Yeah, like,
1: oh, what level am I at? Ooh.
0: <laughs> see, how many stitches do I have? Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm probably the worst person for ever counting stitches. Like, I'm obsessive.
1: Are you really? I'm almost obsessive about it.
0: I am definitely not. I just like to live dangerously. I read the pattern on the row below mine to see yep. if what I'm doing makes sense
1: oh well
0: yeah okay I do that too but I don't know sometimes it's nice to have the I can imagine if you're changing from one one chart so let's say you got lace chart a yeah and then you're going into lace chart b yeah that would be nice to know that when you're switching that you have the right number of that, stitches that's always yeah yeah that would be for where sure. I could for I could sure. see the value yeah. of counting
1: yeah I did a shawl a, a while ago it took me forever and I gave it away but it was, it had like f- five lace charts. Oh my goodness. It was my most complicated lace chart, lace thing I've ever knit in my life. And I'm so proud I finished it. <laughs> and it would have been so nice to be like, you should have, and I think it did say, like you should have 72 stitches or whatever okay. it was, right? Because then you could count and you'd be like, yeah, I have 72, excellent, I'm on to the next. Carry on. Yeah. Woo, awesome. Okay, show me your knits. What are you working on? Um, well, I'm still working on, the same things I'm always working on. <laughs> uh, I'm working on the Anthe by Hillary Smith Callis. She's also of Citron fame. I think okay, I keep mentioning that. So I'm doing that in the high. I call it now the hand dyed pink of many things because this is the pink that just it just didn't want to do anything, and it looks really good as a t-shirt. I think. Okay, excellent. I'm. I've got. Um, so
0: is it top down?
1: It's top down. Okay, and I've. Already separated for the sleeves, and
0: it fits. I don't know. <laughs> I tried it on yet. I'm, I'm in dangerous This is how I live dangerously. Worst comes to worst, you have a stepdaughter that is smaller than you are. Per, yep. Yes, it'll fit someone. <laughs> Next one. I don't know if it if it will fit me, but I'm just gonna hope. Okay. That's not too bad. It's well, what I've, I've done so far, for every, every other so sweater I've done. <laughs> <laughs> and the socks that I've made that haven't fit me, they fit her. So, yeah. Whatever. Yes. So, that was planned. Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely planned. planned. Yep. Mm-hmm. Planned. Ah. Okay. Well, I'm still working on my hitchhiker out of Yummy Yarn Studio. Yeah. It's the one that's, It's. I think it must have been called lettuce, as in the vegetable. Right. Because it's got every shade of green in it. And I'm knitting away on it last night. I'm knitting away. Yeah. yeah. Right. And somebody's like, oh, what are you working on? And I unrolled it. To show them yep. what I'm working on, and I looked at it, and remember, I don't know if you remember me mentioning that I didn't make the teeth pointy yes. by doing the increase one stitch. Yeah. There's a reason for that increase one stitch, oh. because if you don't have that increase one stitch when you bind off, you're actually binding off too many stitches, and your shawl does not become deep enough. But I have a very long and I'm- skinny Hitchhiker, (laughs) it's like oops, oops, design feature. Oh yes. So in theory, without doing the increase one stitch, if you like long, narrow scarves, scarves, gently, very minutely increasing as you go along, because in theory, I think you, if the math works right in my head, you're increasing eight stitches, and you're actually technically you're increasing. Nine stitches with the with the one extra stitch. And yep. You're binding off five or something like that. Yep. So you're increasing in eight rows four stitches. Right. Perfect. When you don't add that extra stitch, you're now only increasing it three stitches in eight rows. Oh. Well, so it's just a, a gentler slope of increase. It is definitely. But I was looking at it and I'm like, I, I like to wear my shawls to work. I like to wear them outside because my neck gets cold and my chest gets cold. Yeah. A long skinny one. Maybe not be keeping everything warm. Well, well. So I'm I'm debating on my level of commitment to this shawl. Right. Maybe, maybe it just needs to go away for a little bit. I know. Time out. I, I might possibly have a new project that's ready to be cast on in my purse.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Just
0: in case I don't want to work on this skinny shawl. Yeah, that's always a good thing to have. But I love the yarn. The colors are amazing. And I love it, but it is... Just a little too on the narrow side, but I was—I have other ones because of the beautiful greens. I think right. it's lintilla that's got the mm, ruffle yes. all the way around. Yes, it and is. And I thought, hmm, lettuce colors, lettuce-looking ruffles. Yep. Oh, that's a you're—you're you're smart. Uh, yeah, the matchy I matchy
1: thing again. I never do that matchy matchy thing, man.
0: No, no. just no. give her. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, this looks good. <laughs> Wait. So what yeah. else are you working on? Um,
1: I'm also working on that ripple blanket. This is the one you're going to give to your stepdaughter? Uh, yep. This is the one I'm making for her, and I'm still in the hot pink section because I'm making it bigger than I made the baby, the quote unquote, <laughs> baby blanket. I'm making a bigger blanket okay. because she's a bigger kid. Kid. She's a teenager. And it, uh, it's just killing me right now. Oh. just Like, I just feel like I'm going nowhere on it. S- I need to take it with me somewhere where I have nothing else to do.
0: So, what other colors have you done? Or is this the uh, first I'm, section? This is the first section. That's oh. why it's taking
1: so in my head it's taking so long, right? Because okay. i once I have a section done, then I'll be like, Oh, look, I've got a third New of a blanket. color ready to go. Yeah, I you know. Yeah. Ooh, and I'm, I'm now doing something. So well, well we'll see how it goes, I guess. And I'm in, I'm in a very pink place right now, I guess.
0: I was gonna say everything's pink. Pink Anthe, pink ripple blanket. It's spring. Pink, pink, pink. Pink, pink, pink. What and else do you have? So A couple weekends ago, uh, my family and I were going camping. Yes. And I was like, we've got a trailer, so it's not really camping. If you have a furnace... It's glamping. It's not (laughs) really... Yes. It's glamping. (laughs) It would be. In Calgary, in the spring, there's a very good chance that you will wake up to snow. A furnace is definitely essential if you are of a gentle sort. I woke up to snow in August. There's a chance in August you wake up to snow. (laughs) So, yes. Calgary... Furnace essential. So I thought to myself, oh, I need some more dishcloths. And what most normal people would do would be to run to their cloth drawer and grab a couple of dishcloths and run out the house. No. No, nope. I run to the stash, <laughs> grab some cotton, <laughs> grab some cotton, grab some knitting needles, run to Ravelry, quickly print off a pattern, and run out the door. Yeah, that sounds like something I would do. So I'm using the grandmother's favorite, and it's by uh, it's called traditional knitting. I think it's a link to her webpage. Okay, and it is awesome. It's the 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 granny square. It's the dishcloth that starts on a point, and then you increase. With some yarn overs. Yeah, exactly. Just sitting right in front it's, of us. It's the one that we have the microphone sitting on. <laughs> yes. And the one that's dirty in my sink. <laughs> so I think everybody's grandma at one stitch. Point has made this. Where you increase, then you decrease. Got a the yarn overs. It's all it garter stitch. And it's an amazing pattern. I love it. And yeah. I like that have, pattern too. It would have been a lot faster if I had just grabbed some. Some actual dishcloths.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, now you have hand Hand done, And now Hand all you need made. is a few Afghans in there. oh, I wish just just uh whip some up. Let me tell you how fast they go. <laughs> how fast is it going? uh, so fast,
0: <laughs> yeah, so fast that I
1: feel like I'm going nowhere. I'm going so fast.
0: what else are you working on?
1: That's it that's it. Well, this sort of that's it. I've got the other sock that I'm sort of it's on hold and there's this other pattern that i really really want to start mm-hmm. but i keep putting it off because i have to wind one of the skeins into a ball and i'm just l- too lazy to do it but it's so it's a sock pattern and it's so cool looking mm-hmm. we found it um myself and uh i don't know what should we call her miss K? Mm-hmm. and we were she was looking for a first sock to do so you know i was suggesting socks on ravelry and we were searching ravelry because she'd never done socks before shockingly okay. enough she's a an amazing knitter you guys don't know who she is but she's an amazing knitter she weaves like like nobody i i know Mm -hmm. can weave like her because she's got like crazy looms of (laughs) awesome and but she's never knit a sock and i'm like well you totally have the skills to knit a sock right like let's just let's just burst that bubble and so we're looking so she decided to, to do the nutkin
0: sock I've done the nutkin
1: i told her that because <laughs> that's what i remember what when the first time i went to knit night i think you were working on the nutkin song. really <laughs> i think so oh
0: my goodness this is what i
1: remember about people so i'm like this is a good one and i know that jen's done it and i don't remember jen saying that this sucked so you should try it so i think that's what she's doing we found this other one and it's two colors mm-hmm. and it's it works really well if you have like a solid and a
0: self-striping is it the wave one where it waves up the front, and you do half
1: the sock and a solid. Nope, okay. nope, nope. That I know which one you're talking about, and that's not it. No, this one it's all done with slipped stitches, and it's really cool. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head because I didn't. She'll link it in the show notes. I, yeah, I didn't plan on talking about it, but it was it's so awesome looking, and I want to do it, but I'm too lazy to you <laughs> wind know wind yarn. up the. Well, I've got black sock yarn, and then I've got the Knit Picks fleecy that you gave me the, in the self-striping, and I think it would look phenomenal that would look very good i'm just lazy <laughs> so you know i'll i'll lengthen pattern i ha- I favorited the pattern so i have it and i downloaded it but i just can't remember because it's free it's, it's, it's a free sock pattern
0: i'd love free. And it looks I love crazy patterns. so
1: i gotta i gotta work on that so i'm knitting that in my head <laughs> it just hasn't made it into reality yet
0: oh my goodness so um, the last thing that i've been working on is weaving oh is it how's that going it's Well, it's tech, well, it's done. It's done? The weaving part (laughs) is done. Okay. I don't know what you call it when you're weaving and you bind off, but I need to... The weave off? I need to figure (laughs) We'll call it the weave off. (laughs) The weave off. There's a a little technique where you kind of loop it around and then you, if you choose not to do anything with the tassels, it will, it will bind itself and not unravel. So it's been sitting on my table, and I've been looking at it, and I'm like, I really got to get that done, and I'm so excited to wear it. Excellent. So the base, I believe I did in... Ooh, Lorna's Laces. Right, okay. And then the the weft. So that was the warp. The warp is, is
1: the long one. Yeah,
0: that you put on first, and then the weft I used... Is the back and forth one. Is for the heritage the... silk, and it's beautiful. I can't... My husband even walked by and went, those are really really good colors and i was like (laughs) so it's sitting there and i'm already in my brain weaving something else but it actually hasn't made at that point right yes i'm knitting a sock in my brain and you're
1: weaving (laughs) something in your brain
0: so i understand the way this goes yes so almost done and i'll take pictures of it i think i posted if anybody has instagram on their phones i believe i posted it to hashtag Knitting a story, I've been kind okay. of posting stuff to that, right. yep, and if anybody is so desires to see it, so perfect. perfect when good knitting goes bad, this is you, this is me, so granny's dishcloth I'm knitting away and knitting away. And I would like to know how this can go bad because it's I, a pretty basic
1: I design. Know.
0: <laughs> I know <laughs> I knit the away, and I realized at one point that. I think my needles are significantly larger than what they called for in the pattern. Like I'm serious. I mean, I grabbed yarn, I grabbed needles, I grabbed the pattern. I Perfect. don't know what needles I grabbed. Sweet, ran out the door. It's, it's a like, dishcloth. It's a dishcloth. What could go wrong? It is now a freakishly large dishcloth. Well,
1: that's because
0: okay. big needles, and I was supposed to stop at 44 stitches and then start the decrease. Right. Way past 44 stitches. All right. Yeah so oops freakishly large oh, like, that's okay. thankfully it's living in the trailer because then if i'm cleaning like really yucky let's say marshmallow stuff yeah. off yeah i'm not gonna feel bad because freakishly large dish it's, it's gigantic that's yes. cool yes well hey just it's a design <laughs> feature who cares? It's a dishcloth. Yeah, so remember when I said I'm not really good at counting stitches, a number of stitches? Yeah, totally proved that when I was doing yeah. a, the I've,
1: dishcloth. I've knit this dishcloth pattern, only I never used the pattern. I just, I thought I just made it up, but mm-hmm. clearly not. <laughs> and I didn't even know how many stitches to do. I just did it till I was either, A, tired of knitting it and wanted to decrease it, or B, when I thought it was big enough. Mm-hmm. So there was no counting stitches for me. So pattern, 44
0: stitches. I think I was up to 52. Ah, well, whatever. But with big needles, freakishly large. But I uh, totally recommend so anybody... So you have a tea towel. I have a tea towel. If you really need a cheap dishcloth, and and they make amazing gifts. My mom, mm-hmm. who is unfortunately not knit-worthy... Because she said to me, nobody wears hand knits. Did actually ask me for dishcloths at yeah. some point, and I was able to produce those. See? And, uh,
1: like, I was surprised. I made little washcloths slash dishcloths for that baby shower, and I was mm. like, they were just sort of like a last minute, like, oh, I'm just going to put I those at the ends, right? Right, I'm just going to put them in. And I was like, yeah, hey, you know, people are going to be like, oh, you know, blah, blah, that's so lame, like, blah,
0: blah, blah. <laughs> People are like, no, I want some. Oh, knit me some. Oh, make me some. And I'm like, what? they dishcloths, people. Like, Dish cloths. I don't know anybody that doesn't like hand or cotton dish cloths that are made by people. Yeah, I don't. I just
1: I didn't realize it was such a thing. I know until I went to this thing and I people were like demanding dish cloths. So I'm like, <laughs> no,
0: make me some now. Back, back off, <laughs> back off. I
1: only make dish cloths for some people. So, Steph, I'm watching on the internet. Yes, you want to talk about this? Um, okay, so.
0: I had heard good things about the show I'm about to talk about from a couple of my friends. Okay, so disclaimer, do not watch this show with your children, no, or your in-laws
1: unless your children are like 20.
0: <laughs> yes. So cover little ears while Lex describes what happens in the show. Well, I'll I'll, I'll make it PG, but okay, just know that try the, your best.
1: just know that the show is not PG.
0: Yes. Okay. Um
1: it's a net, it's on Netflix and it's Orange is the New Black. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't. I had heard about it from a friend, and she's like, oh, it's hilarious, blah, blah, you have to watch this. And I was like, eh, eh, okay, whatever. And then, then I went to my mom's house for dinner, and (laughs) my mom was like, I started watching this with my friend, and she doesn't actually sound like that when she
0: talks, (laughs) and it's
1: so awesome, you have to watch it, it's hilarious, we watched, like, three episodes. I'm like, well, I'm trying to convince my mom to get Netflix, okay, right, and to ditch her cable, anyways. And I'm like, well, this is why you need Netflix. Like, that's what you do when you have Netflix is you marathon these TV shows. You don't (laughs) watch
0: one and then walk away. You watch, like, ten. You don't watch one and then wait a week for it to come back on the cable. You
1: you, you take a Saturday and you watch everything. (laughs) So I'm like, well, okay. So if my mom enjoyed it and my friend enjoyed it, I'll give it a shot, right? Like, I'll give it an episode. What's the worst that could happen? I don't like it. Whatever. It is so funny. So it's basically to not give too much away. It's about this woman who goes to prison. A ladies' prison in the U.S. A women's prison in the U.S. And so far, like, I watched, when I was younger, I watched Oz. Mm-hmm. And that was way worse. Like, Oz was way worse than Orange is the New Black. Way okay. more violent, way more dark. Like, this is still a little bit... It's got some dark components. It does have dark components, which is why I don't think it's suitable for young children. And there's a lot of naked ladies. And there's a lot of, yes, there's a lot of nudity. Uh, and sexual suggestion mm-hmm. but
0: it is so funny it it's is actually I well was, written so lex and miss Kate suggested i have to watch this so i'm sitting there watching it with my husband and i looked at him at one point and i said do you know lex's mom watched this <laughs> and
1: he was surprised yeah and and jen hasn't met my mom yet which is about
0: to change um <laughs> so that'll be even better <laughs> oh my goodness so yes if you need some Netflix sit down watch something and get a kick out of it without your children without your children and it's got big names in it but you can't remember their names like you're like that's that person from that show <laughs> that we watched yeah and it's, it's it's very good
1: it's very funny
0: and uh, like I wasn't I didn't have high hopes for this I was like eh it's a Netflix series so it's it's, it's made and created by the people of Netflix yeah, it's really good though so very good The other thing I wanted to talk about, Brenda Dane from Cast On is podcasting again. Is she back? She is back. That's sweet. I remember listening to her and I was like, this is
1: great. And then I realized that it stopped and I was like,
0: oh. "Oh." She, so Brenda Dane and the Nipmore Girls were really my inspiration for wanting to start a podcast.
1: Gateway podcasts.
0: Yes. (laughs) The first podcast is free. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're suckered in for life. Yeah, so... If anybody's a Brenda Dane fan, go and check it out. I had no idea. I had heard it this week on a new, on a different podcast, and I was like, oh, Sweet. "I must download Brenda Dane." I didn't know about it till today. So excellent. There so, you go. FYI. So knitting in history. This is you.
1: This is me. So I watch a lot of. I'm, God, this podcast makes me sound like all I do is watch TV, <laughs> which she does work. People, I do, I do have a job. Just so we all know, because <laughs> that's how I support my Netflix habit. <laughs> Um, But I also watch um, documentaries. And in Canada, if you are not Canadian, we have the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation and they have The Nature of Things, which Mm -hmm. is a documentary about all sorts of different crazy things. And it has been Uh, running since we were kids. The guy who hosts it, his name is David Suzuki. And he, like, I don't think he's really gotten much older since I was like five. (laughs) Like, I remember he's an older gentleman and... He just doesn't age. He's like... uh, He's like
0: George Tacky. He's like... Yeah, or (laughs) he's... And Dick Clark,
1: you know, like just kind of stopped aging (laughs) at some point. Anyways, and he's really, really good at narrating these He's got a beautiful voice. Oh, it's great. So, Nature of Things, it's called Mystery of the Norse in the Arctic. So, the basic premise is that uh, people from Norway came here way earlier than we thought. Originally. To, and they actually engaged with the uh, people that lived in the Arctic at that time, who so, were not the Inuit originally. They were...
0: Oh, so people from Baffin Island.
1: Yeah. That type of thing, right? And there is evidence that they had trade and that this was like more of a long-term settlement. It wasn't like two guys showed up in a boat who was like, what the hell is this? And left. Okay. Right? There's evidence that they... Probably lived here for about 400 years, off and on. Okay. Because um, they found, you know, dwellings, and it's all archaeological and very interesting. I enjoyed it. Um, and But how this relates to a knitting podcast, you ask? <laughs> so some of the evidence that supports the claim that the Norse people had been here is that they found twine slash yarn, depending on your definition of the two. Okay. On site, uh, on Baffin Island, and it's consistent with the way that Norse women were spinning with a drop spindle at that time. Oh, so they're, are they thinking that they traded for it or that they may have passed skills? No, they're thinking that Norse women were there spinning this stuff. Oh. On site, which is how they think people, you know, and then maybe trading it because it was also, um, the they analyzed the fibers that they found of the pieces of swine and yarn mm-hmm. and they were made up of arctic species so arctic fox and arctic hare. okay but we they don't have any evidence as far as i know um from the people that live that were native to that region mm-hmm. of them spinning anything oh but they have lots from like norway and, and those areas of all like there's a rich history of textiles and and yeah. all this stuff so they brought it to a textile expert who by the way had some great stuff in her little tent <laughs> just saying it was super awesome and yeah she's like "Yep, yeah, this is consistent like the ply and the direction is consistent with drop spindles which is what they were using at the time in norway and this is how women really? would have spun things but it's made up of this arctic fox and hare that's native to the the,
0: the, the region
1: the not arctic norway region. yeah not norway really also they found like bodies of Norway rats and it was really cool. Was, I mean, cool in a in a macabre kind of way, but but cool nonetheless.
0: Excellent. So,
1: it was really neat. It's only about an hour long. So, and you can find it um I'll link it. Um I don't know if you can watch it outside of Canada. I hope you can. Cuz I know Ooh. I know you can't watch some stuff from the states in Canada.
0: Yeah, and some of the Canadian stuff I know they can't get in the states.
1: Well, I don't know. I'll link it anyway. Hopefully, you can watch it. It's really interesting and it's only about an hour, or so okay. You can do a couple rows on something while you're watching this internet thing. Oh, that's cool. It was really neat. I I like history stuff and I'm like a I'm huge geek that way. And in my previous life I was going to be an archaeologist, so I'm like even more excited about this.
0: (laughs) But it's amazing with the with the world wide web and our interconnectedness and everybody is really kind of sharing the same ideas nowadays. Yeah. And it, it's the but, same kind of thing. Yeah. But localized enough where they can say, you know, this person at this location should not have been here. Yeah. You know, it wasn't everybody's the, knitting the, the knit stitch. And like the, just the way they were,
1: it was just so neat the way they were com- like proving that this was an actual thing that could have happened. That is so and, cool. and just, just because why not? I always thought, because they, like, reconstructed boats. There's people in Norway that have, like, reconstructed boats of that era. Because the Norwegians were doing a lot of of trading and running around in the northern hemisphere, right? Okay. They were, like, big names. The Norwegians were like, yeah, these big things. So yay, Norway. If you live in Norway and you're listening, I want to come visit you. <laughs> um, but so they have these replica boats. So they went and interviewed this one guy and was like, you know, how long do you think it would take to get from norway to baffin island okay and the answer is a lot shorter than i thought it was going to be it depends on the current and the weather and the wind that you get Mm -hmm. he said two to three weeks that's not a long time how big is the boat not that big like it's i mean it's large enough that you can fit multiple people on it and
0: stuff so it's okay but it's not like in my brain i was thinking like canoe no, no, no. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking, that's a long time to be in a canoe. No, no, no. It's like a bigger boat. A trading
1: vessel. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Not like a giant warship, but no. a decent trading
0: vessel. Jeez, that's not a long time. And I guess if you started, if you set out in the early spring, you'd be there by summer. And as long as you left by the end of summer, you'd be home just in time for winter. Yeah. And in Calgary, we've got a three-month summer. Yeah.
1: And my husband is informing me via hand signals that he figures it took about 40 people to row the boat really yeah but i don't know if there was any rowing or if it was all sails i have no idea like they Probably didn't really get into it and i didn't look into it so hmm. yeah so a good number of people and they would go and trade and all this stuff just think knitting is proving
0: history knitting a and spinning a sailboat
1: with rowboat. oh they used a combination of a sailboat with rowing they have, they with oars yes apparently for no and for when there was no wind that makes sense
0: and they use slaves quite often
1: And they use slaves often to do the rowing, he says. I don't know. I haven't looked into this and they didn't really discuss it, but. That is cool. That's pretty neat. Anyways, it was cool. That's how it relates to knitting. (laughs) I could turn anything into knitting, you guys. Anything. So,
0: I think that's it for us this week. I think so. I think it was, well, it was short for us but not really
1: (laughs) looking at the timer
0: yeah please join us at our blog knittingastory.wordpress.com facebook at knitting a story and ravelry at knitting a story podcast i'm jen's account and i'm beloved of Bast. all right we'll see you guys in a couple weeks have a good one